I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, it's Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis and he is... Julio. And we are joined today by the fantastic Emma Willman. Emma, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Emma is a comedian, actor, writer, formerly of New York City. Yeah. Now of California. But I move... I mean, it's... I'm like moving... It feels so ambiguous because I'm still having my place here and I'm just renting it out. As long as I can because it's like not legal to do. Ooh, and I'm you... not good at keeping secrets, obviously. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but do you own the apartment? No, I'm renting it, and now I'm re-renting it. Mm. Are you charging more? A little bit. Had a girl. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. A little Love profiteering. That. Yeah. That's Love really that. illegal. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. <laughs> but did you, you know. did you list on on like Craigslist or how'd you? I find did it this? on. Um, I don't want to incriminate myself, but. Um, <clears throat> Does it sound like she Fair Nancy? Yes, like Fair Nancy. I am so bad at that, being like, it sounds like, did you have an aneurysm? Yeah, it rhymes with that, exactly. But if they catch me, you know what? It is what it is. I had one woman actually recognize me, and that was mortifying. I was handing her the key, and she goes, she was like, I know you from YouTube. Oh. Which who knows on YouTube it could have been who who knows but that I was like yeah yeah things are going great give me the key and then I like just got out of there wow but so hold on a second <laughs> yeah and I, I we won't we won't get you into a place where you're going to get into trouble it's with okay you. but I am so curious about the obviously the the laws in New York City are, are very strict and there was a big change recently whereas there was, there was a big change well didn't they really legislate against yes. that yeah, recently? yeah 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 whereas uh was it chicago that i was in recently where it has become no it was nashville Mm. nashville has become a city that is so welcoming really fair gnc right that uh (laughs) they have actually got full rental buildings where every single apartment is an is one of those is a rare emt that's right that's actually, but you know what's gonna happen then? It's just gonna be like a hotel. It has like, it, it, it you know, LA yeah. too. Like it comes full circle. Like yeah. I just saw an Amazon bookstore. I forget where I was. I think, and I was just like, in Amazon. I mean, they they stuck it to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Like they came in, took over, and then rebuilt. You know what I yeah. mean? Nobody's doing brick and mortar anymore. Right. And then they were like, okay, we're gonna run you out of business, and right. now we're gonna do brick and mortar. Yeah. yeah. But it's crazy because in Nashville, obviously, the entire the biggest industry there is tourism. And that is made so big by bachelorette parties. I didn't know that. Yes. You're like the bachelorette party expert? It is. Well, because I've been there twice. <laughs> Have you ever done shows down there? I was in Nashville this past weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Carly and I had a live Secret Keepers show, which is my podcast, one yes. of my podcasts. Yeah. So we did it in Nashville, which was fun. And then awesome. the night before that, we were in Atlanta. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's pretty similar, too. Like, uh, in terms of, of the presence of... of- rental and stuff there probably and we were about an hour outside of atlanta actually oh. it was interesting it was interesting but nashville was awesome nashville's amazing and it's also a city that is like 65 percent women i didn't know that expanding at all expanding rapidly yeah and getting more gender like heavy it's tipping even further why what do you think it is um 
Good question. I don't know exactly why, you know, obviously music is the big industry right. there, uh, but people are like actors are moving there now. Huh. There's big, all the big agencies have, have big buildings there, you know, Gersh, William Morris, all that shit. And then, uh, as I said, though, that bachelorette parties on any given weekend there, I mean, you're watching the streets are filled huh. with women on those pedal bikes, the <laughs> oh, little God, bars. Oh, God, where they drink? Yeah, the oh, bars. Oh, They've all got the, the sash. Idea. Wiener hats. That's the worst idea. Yeah. It's just such a bad idea. And they idea. come up to you and they're like, hi, I'm sorry, but I'm actually doing a... Uh, a scavenger hunt right <laughs> and i have to castrate you are you yeah. open to that uh, i have to get some these... money from you if yeah. you don't mind thank you You're like no i'm fuck. no leave me alone how but... often are you going to nashville so i've been twice okay once i went for fun and then i went to do i did a night at zany's nice which was awesome yeah is that where you guys did your show that's where we did the show and it, it was, was great so great it was so nice what everything was the night before we were doing a live podcast and we didn't they didn't have two mics so we were like sharing the microphone Oof. So it was so they had the microphones and like mm -hmm. the bar for what makes me feel like, oh, this is great. It's really low, actually. Yeah. So yeah. we were like microphones, seats, water. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Zanies was great. That's awesome. So I don't know. Yeah. So that is, you know, I think why I don't know why there are so many women there. But when you are your whole industry is, is around people coming in for just the weekend. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Schmear B&B. Bear being, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, they'll be very successful in a right. city like that. It's changed a lot too. My girlfriend went to Vanderbilt, and I went to Nashville ten years ago. And if I tell people I've been to Nashville, she immediately corrects me and says I have not been because of how much it's changed. Really, which is a fucking annoying of her. Yeah, but I that she's proving the point that it's a rapidly changing and evolving city. What was it like when you went? Sick. I mean, it was great. Yeah. You know, they had the, the the little strip of bars, all the live music, blah blah blah. It was popping. When I was in Nashville, because I went one time, actually, I did a show at Vanderbilt like two years oh, really? ago. Pete Lee and I did a show. Oh, cool. And then we went out afterwards, and we went to that like the bar, and they had like country musicians in like every yes, single bar exactly, doing live yeah. music. Yeah, it's, it's broad. It's called Broadway, right? That's that main street. Yeah, yeah. And everything's right there. It, they say it's one of the highest, fastest growing cities yeah. in terms of population, like in in America. When you guys go to cities outside of New York, like for shows and stuff, do you ever picture just like moving there? Because oh no, because I do that a lot. I'll be like, what if I just like I just scenario gonna, like, wise because you want to, or you just picture it because I'll just picture it like kind of because I. It depends what else is going on in my life, but yeah. if I'm like I want to, if I'm feeling unhappy wherever I'm at for some reason, then I'll be like, what if I just moved here. And got like a taco truck or like something, you know. Right. <laughs> I, I I do, but it's only happened for real with about two cities. Mm, I do it everywhere. I'm always like, what if I just moved here? So, so you you go to Phoenix, Arizona, Kansas City. Oh, I like I'll make. Be, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the cost of living seems so miraculous everywhere else. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I would like this is incredible, or I just want an escape. But always picture going. And starting a business, like I would have any idea how to do that, yeah. <laughs> which I, I mean, I think that yeah, I, I mean that's great, but like, it's very useful of you. Yeah, it is objectively it is. as comedians. The re it's not that I have some snobby superiority syndrome of New York, New York. It's that based on what we do, there are only really three cities that we could live in. In New my York, mind, Chicago. And LA. LA, yeah, that's totally, it. totally. So when I go to Chicago and LA, I look around and think, what would it be like to live here? Right. But when I go to, you know, play shows in, I don't know, 
even Nashville, like there's just not an, a ripe enough comedy right. scene to, to, to get good enough. Right. I agree. That's healthy of you. And that's you keeping on track with your overall vision. Yeah. My way of doing it is maybe it's my ADD or whatever, but all it's me uh, diluting my plan. Which I gotta make. Oh, interesting. I'll say this, Emma. You're yeah. the only comedian that I know who, like, early on, because I mean, uh, we we kind of started together ish. Yeah, right? we. Well, I had been doing it in Boston, and then I moved here, and then I moved back to Boston. I met you like the first time around. I'm pretty gotcha. sure. But we used to do. Um, I don't know if you've like mentally blocked this out or not. So sorry to like no, please rebring it up. But we used to do after prom shows. Oh, I remember that. Of course, famously, oh. like regularly, famously, me, him, Mike Cannon, Pete, Pete, Ricky, and Ricky, Chris, Chris, Chris D. Yeah. He had like just started to move on from doing that. Yeah, he. Ha I remember when he moved on, and then they had, I forget because they had the late night at Broadway, which is a comedy club in New York, and that's where they would do the prom shows, and then they right. would have they New would York Comedy Club, New York Comedy Club, yeah, before the new people. Ooh, but brutal. I remember that <laughs> you were the, are the only com comedian that I've ever met who you told me you're like i'm taking some time off yeah and you actually came back and did really well <laughs> and i took the time off like i'm the only one i've ever seen left. that i'm taking time off is typically soft quitting sorry yeah. to interrupt you totally i took some time off i took a year and a half off to, to be, go to law school are you serious yeah but I I, I, but, but when i did it nobody would have noticed that i was taking well, time off that's what i'm saying but yeah. i don't think like, you would have noticed yes they would have you were I around was, I was around, but I, like I was just doing like tons of open mics, bar shows, and then I would go back to Boston to do spots. But when I graduated grad school, I was like, "How am I going to make this? And I, how am I going to make this all work?" Mm. So then I wanted to go and be like, "Let me re like recoup and figure out if this is what I really want to do." Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, "If you're thinking about starting a podcast," I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium. And you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Let's back up for a second because I didn't know you went to grad school. Hell yeah. What did you study? Media studies. And that was the other at the new school. Okay. Which is an awful name for a school because yeah. so bad. <laughs> it, it, just, it just creates a problem every because I got. That place has to renovate constantly. It, it, and they're always renovating. To live up to their name. New, 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 new. And every, they're, where are you going to school? The new school. And they go, oh, yeah, I know it's new for you, but where are you at school? And I'm like, <laughs> like Eugene Lang. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like something the UN built. <laughs> totally. In a developing country. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're, funny. you're school, so right. That's funny. You're like right. a political yeah, thing. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's good. So sorry, uh, media studies. Yeah, so I went school. for media studies because I was like, I want to do something that is entertainment related. Because I was, I'd started doing open mics like maybe like nine months before that. And I remember it very well. Okay, I did this show in West Warwick, Rhode Island. And to this day, it was one of the worst shows I've ever done in my life. It was a comedy competition and I brought my mom to it. It's the first time she'd ever seen me do stand-up. We get there, we park behind a truck that had a giant Confederate flag on it. Oof. We walk in and the place was brutal. And they, I remember they were like, okay, your mom goes over here and then the contestants go over there. My mom was like, well, what's happening? What's going on? And then they separated us. 
Mm. And like, I remember like you were at the border. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was very similar. I was yeah. detained. <laughs> and they made my, I remember seeing my mom just being, she was just so like, what is this? And it was like the worst show. It was so bad. And then on the drive home, we were in total silence and we pulled up to her apartment. She was like, you got to go to grad school. And that's why I applied to grad school. Really? Yeah. Wow. I believe that that's the reason why like people who function within a certain level of society don't pursue this sort of job. Like we're all crazy to some degree because like, I don't know, I came from like a pretty normal upbringing and I noticed that like nobody that I knew ever did anything like this. So like you said, totally. you have that one bad show and they're like, you know what the odds are of making it? Totally. You drop in a bucket. Right. Go da 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 da. You can do it on the side. Like you right. get talked, you get convinced out of it every day. You don't even realize it. And that's a, and that's like a, it's a very like privileged, like it was very, it's a great, it was at a very, it's a very like privileged like standpoint to, to be coming from with that. But yeah, like mm, right? it was like, why would you, what, like she was just like, what you got to, you, you got it. Not you should. She's like, you got to go to grad school. So 100%. how Crazy. long was the program that you did? Was it... it was two years and I was like leaving constantly to go do open mics. Like I would go do an open mic, do a show, go back. I didn't like hang out. I was just always like focused on comedy and I used to drink a lot. And I remember like I would go get a Cadoba cup of beer because I would take some night classes <laughs> and I would like have a beer in class. I don't know what I was Where'd doing. Where'd you go? Oh, you're new school, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was doing. Is this the one on eight, the Cadoba on 8th Street? Yeah. That's so funny. Why was I a monster? Like, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Kidoba yeah. was lit. It was kind of lit. I liked Kidoba. Yeah. yeah. I would go get, like, chips and guac and then, like, <laughs> Corona and then put it in a soda cup and then be in class, like, and then go to my shows. <laughs> I guess it was, like, a good, that was a good time in my life, actually. I once went, I once competed in a Qdoba uh, burrito eating contest. Oh, God. How'd you do? And it was a team event, and it was in college, and it was me and my three roommates. Oh, you love that. And it was like the team that would eat, everyone had to eat a full burrito. Okay. As fast as you could. And once you finished, then the next person went. So it was a, a relay race, effectively. And we were watching, and I was went first. And everyone assumed because I'm a pretty good guy, a big guy with a with a you know good appetite, right. that I'd be able to eat quickly. You'd a gag reflex, dude. I'm telling you, I ate my burrito so slowly that my teammates were furious with Why'd me. Why'd you go so slow? Because I can't just swallow without chewing. You know, I'm not one of those people who can inhale food. Right. Maybe I was raised the right way. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I need to know that I'm not going to choke on my food. I get nervous. I get it. So uh, by the time I was done, we'd already lost. So you were like nervously <laughs> chewing in I that. Was make, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. And it, even then, it still hurt. Wow. How quickly I was wow. eating it for wow. me. I'm you sorry for thought that about pain. that. I didn't know. Right. I didn't know I was such a slow eater. You know, it's one of those things you don't really like notice until, until you're, under you're the gun. actually under the gun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They so, must have been freaking out. They were furious. Like, they were like, you really blew it for us. And the winners got to go to like a, on a cruise or something. And, oh. and then per perform the Qdoba challenge at like the TD Bank North Garden or something. What? What an honor. Look at these yeah. five morons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. To, this is at Harvard too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's great. But not man. all the teams were, I mean, I think the team that ended up winning from our division was a group of like Harvard football players. Wait, so this was like a legit like division oh, type. Oh, it was like a sanctioned wow. thing. Wow. Yeah. How'd you even make it that far? Well, we, we were just in the preliminary round. Okay. It was, it was, uh, we had signed up. Wow. And uh, we went and I went first and we, was just to we were toast after. 
That's do they funny. still bring it up to you or are they no like... for, fortunately people i mean i've done such worse things since right. then that they've <laughs> replaced it uh as my internet search history but whatever dude i feel like if aliens were to be like all right so there's two genders of human there's women and there's men they'd show that as an example of men <laughs> him just timidly eating a sub like i can't i get acid reflux <laughs> yeah and yeah. the other guy's be like what the fuck this guy's blowing the lines burrito. of burrito like... shut the burrito <laughs> i can't shove it blowing lines of burrito <laughs> So, so I'm fascinated though. Still, so you you went to grad school yeah. almost out of deference to your mother's wishes. What totally? So I go into grad school. I love my mom, and I felt bad. She was just like, ah. and I went to I went to the school, and I studied media studies. And I was thinking, I remember I did like this thesis on celebrity construction and monetization, and how you take a person and you turn them into a product. And while I'm like studying that, because like the same way we socialize like race, class, gender, I was like, oh, we also like socialize these actual realities of celebrities. Like it's it's true, but it's not true. And there's a lot of media in the mix there. So I'm studying that while I'm going out doing comedy and it started messing with my head. I think that I just figured out why I was drinking so much in class mm -hmm. because it's, I'm studying this while I'm also trying to like make an entertainment. I was like, this is insane. So I switched it from thesis to independent study. And then right when I graduated, I was like, I need him. If I'm going to really try to do this, I'm going to need to make sure this is 100% what I want to do. Interesting. That's crazy. So, yeah. but yeah, it, it, I would imagine it's tough to, to be so con deconstructivist uh, of the very thing that you're trying to pursue. Totally. Yeah. And it took me 100% out of comedy. Like I wasn't even thinking about comedy. I was just, all of a sudden I was thinking about like the business of it. Mm -hmm. right? And that's not doing that while you're doing prom shows at 1 a.m. Me and him doing prom shows with kids from Long Island where they're trying to prevent them from like having sex with each other. So they show throw us in the mix. Mm -hmm. We didn't get paid for those either. And we didn't get paid. Two wow. Would you, it it yeah. would make sense to do that if you were trying to become an agent. I can imagine to, to really understand the X's and O's of the monetization. Yeah. But uh, if from the creative side, the prom shows, I want to ask you guys both about that. Because I remember we had something called Project Graduation. We had that too. Yeah. So we, it wasn't after prom. It was after graduation night. All the seniors were ferried around on these buses to a night of events. And the conceit was if we keep them awake until 7 a.m. They won't go bang. They won't go, yeah, you know. Getting in trouble. Getting and doing drugs and stuff. So... Uh, and they sent us to a comedy club in Portland, Maine. Are you serious? It the comedy was, connection? It was the comedy connection. Whoa. Bob Marley's workout gym. Wow. And unfortunately, this place is closed many years since. But uh, And now there's really no comedy club in Maine. No, there's not. Empire's pretending to call itself one, but who knows if that's actually going to get legs. Right, because is that a full-time club or is it a room? Now they've... It, it was a room and they're now branding themselves almost exclusively as a into a club, club. Yeah. there was this show i didn't mean like years ago that this i didn't i didn't know that this was what it was i thought it was a comedy club this guy had built um a comedy club in his basement but it was like still totally just his basement with some chairs in it <laughs> and i remember doing it and before i went i was with my dad and my stepmom because i was visiting me and i was like all right i'm gonna go to this show they came with me and on the way over the guy calls me and he goes hey uh real quick do you like to party and I was like, oh, no, man, like I'm with my um, I'm with my dad and my stepmom. So like if you can think of a group of people that like don't like the party, like that would be us right now. And he was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. It's OK if we're partying in the house. And I was like, to me, partying means doing coke. coke so I was yeah. like, oh, 
I mean, should I tell my dad not to come? And he was like, I got you. Don't worry about it. So when we get there, the guy shows up and he's like stoned out of his mind. And he's like, Emma, Mr. Wilman, we'll be partying upstairs. The show is downstairs. And I was <laughs> just like. Funny. That's insane. <laughs> and then I just like ushered him down. And then there was, and it was packed in there. Really? Packed. Was it a good show? It was, you know, it was all right. Uh -huh. It was okay. It was a cool setup, but I think it got shut down pretty quick because it was like definitely a fire hazard. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, Emma, we, the, you know, we have you here, and this is Oops the Podcast, of course. So I wanted to ask you about uh, some some tough moments. Okay. And you've alluded to a few, perhaps. Yeah. But are there any moments along the way, this journey of comedy that you're you've been in for over a decade... <sighs> That you look at and say, my God, I wish I could have that one back. Yeah. I think about, I feel that like a lot. But you know what? That's like, I love entertainment. I love comedy. Like I love, I love the business too. But man, I think, like, I feel like most comedians probably have one or two friends that they talk to, like comedians that like, that I'll commiserate with where almost every other day we're like, what are we doing? Right. What are we? And then we pump each other up. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I'm going to think of like one. This is the moment right before I stopped, too, that happened with graduation. I got a couple. And you want it to be related to comedy? We want, we want all the dirt. Okay. Yeah. So this was one. This wasn't really an oops on my part, but I remember this really like derailed me comedy-wise, and it showed me I wasn't ready for the business. Okay. I was doing Caroline's Mark. No, what is the one where you go against the person? March Madness. March Madness. Yeah. Okay, so I'm doing Caroline's March Madness, and say I've been in New York two years. And... I was going against Mark Normand in whatever round it was. And I remember before I went on, I was like, are you going to make fun of how I look? And he was like, no, sister. Like, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay. So we go on and he just skewers me. Wolf and sheep's clothing. Wolf and sheep's And of course, fair enough. And I remember afterwards, I was like, hey, I thought you weren't going to make fun of how I look. First off, I shouldn't have asked that first. What I, I don't know what I was doing. And he goes, oh, I, I, did, I thought you were talking about your nose. And I was like, oh. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then if that happened now, I would, could have cared less. But I remember at that time, I was so devastated that. And then there was all these like other things that that's when I took the year off. But I'd say, okay, a big like oops with comedy. I mean, I'm trying to think of things that where it's like things I've messed up or things that have happened to me well i let me ask you about that mark norman situation yeah. while you spin the wheels mm. a little bit more um is, and i love mark norman he's one of my favorite comedians absolutely yeah. a tour de force could have been anyone here's my question though right is your sense of regret on that situation that you asked him if he was going to talk about your looks good question first and oh, then man. and then by teeing you effectively teed him up Totally teed him up. Yeah, I was like, you're not going to talk about... Right, I didn't even think of that. Maybe that's what then sent him to do it. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I think my reg I think my regret is that I took it so personally. Oh, okay. It was a competition between the two of us. Whatever, if you can't... If you can't... Like, whatever you're... If you're going against someone in that type of style, which is kind of a ridiculous style for comedy, mm -hmm. to have it be yeah. like a rap battle type thing. Yeah. You did that too. I've done it three times and it's a very penetrating experience. Penetrating. And I really believe that you need to do like fortifying exercises before you partake in it. Yeah. I've done it three times and I'll, I, I probably won't do it again. It's just like too stressful. But I've I'm happy with how I've done 
I lost people who were funny and I can't handle the idea of like losing to someone who I don't think is better than me or something. Like, it's totally. stressful. It becomes bad for your head at a certain point. Yeah. I did it though. And when I did it. You loved it? it? No, I, I didn't love it. I just, it wasn't a roast battle. We both just it did one be. minute of comedy. Be. So it had been like that. And then I was, and this was, I think it was like one of the final rounds. So I was like, oh my God. Like I used to. Hey, I used you got to, far. I, I got that. far one time. And then the next year, I think I didn't even get in the thing. But that's why it's it's like th there's certain I used to always look at every single thing as like this is it, right. and then I would be like crushed that because yeah. no nothing is everything but everything is something. So if mm -hmm. you look totally. at, if you set it up where it's, it's like set. this is it, you you're fucked. Totally. Mm -hmm. you and know? that goes to what you said about uh, the thing with your mom because this is what happens in comedy inevitably. Like you have a bunch of nights that suck, you have shows that suck, and then it doesn't go well, and they saw it not go well, and they're like that didn't go well can you explain why you want to do this? And you're like, I can't. I can't. And mm. it's this like vulnerable, horrible moment. Right. Yeah. Where like the prophecy is coming to fruition where everybody's like, they'll never make it. Yeah. You think that's yeah. the one honest audience. Right. And, and you know, I and totally get, yeah. oh my, I get that sometimes where I'm like, oh, they figured me out. Yeah. They saw through the, they, I'll get off stage and be like, look, I know I'm not a good writer. Okay. Just know that I know. And then I want to like <laughs> yeah, yeah. walk out. Yeah. I got my oops. Okay, great. Okay. Let's hear it. Oh, this is so bad. This is so embarrassing. Great. Okay. So to set the scene, I've got ADD. I take Vyvanse. If you take Vyvanse or any ADD pills, it can kind of, uh, when you mix it with booze, it can um, make you more drunk. So I had, remember I was like on low sleep and I had been in Pennsylvania. I did this like awful show in Pennsylvania. I came in. I remember I felt was feeling like kind of strung out because I had been like traveling a bunch. This is maybe two years ago. How I, much Vyvanse also, by the way? I think I take like 20 milligrams a day, but I always take it at different times. Gotcha. And that, you're not supposed to take it right at night right before right. you go drinking. So and I just gotten in at the cellar. So I'm like pumped about that. So I had a spot that night at the cellar that I came in. I remember coming in. I remember fighting. I was in a relationship. I remember us fighting. And then... I t I'm like, how am I going to get through these shows tonight? I'm so tired. Take my Vyvanse, go to the cellar. I hosted a show and I remember drinking vodka soda. Okay. I remember getting drunk at that. Cause I remember, have you, you know, when like you drink and then you think you're fine and then you stand up and you're like, I'm not oh, fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things are not okay. But I can like, I used to, I mean, I'm drank enough that I can be like to think that I could be pretty drunk and I'd be like, all right. So I'll, um, famous last words. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's when I'm my best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I go up the stairs of the village underground. I remember that. I remember seeing security and I remember just kind of being like, mm -mm -mm. and being like, how did I get so drunk? Cause I wasn't putting it with the Vyvanse. This is so embarrassing. So I go around the corner and at this point I definitely was aware of being hammered. Like I remember running into some people and they're like, how are you doing? And I was like, ah, I hate blah, 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 blah hate my life like <laughs> I, I remember mumbling that and then i remember seeing john fish at the table and i kind of remember him being like are you okay <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah man and then i went to go on stage and i remember you got to go down these stairs so i remember opening the door someone said something i turned to look at them and when i turned i flipped in a way that i just fell down the stairs at the cellar oh my god these are long stairs, too, people. Oh. That is crazy. And I guess I was so drunk that my body was loose, so I didn't, like, tense up. Like, I just went splat. 
And I don't remember this, but the woman working that night, she says, oh, wait, who else was there? So I splat, and she says, you fell like this, and then you just popped your head up and went, I'm good to go. (laughs) And we were like, we don't think you should go on stage. And I was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I remember being on stage like a little bit, and then they lit me early, and then someone put me in a taxi, and I went home, and I, the next day, I got a call. I think someone told, someone asked someone for like my phone number, and then like I think a couple comics called and were like, "Are you all right? Like, what happened last night?" Oh my god! So embarrassing. Oh. Oops. Yeah. Oops. Now, so much to unpack here. <laughs> I know. So, of all the places. Uh, in New York for this to happen. Oh, yeah. This is the worst the one. The Comedy Cellar is sacred. the worst place sacred. imaginable. It couldn't be worse. Because everything gets back to yes. the booker and yes. everyone knows everything, mm-hmm. right? So did you did people cover for you? Were you in trouble? I skipped, I think they got me off stage quick enough that I wasn't in trouble, but I, if I had ever done anything like that again, I would have been in, it would have been, because it's just, you can't do that. No. And then I think I didn't drink for like a long time after that. And luckily that's when I got crazy ex-girlfriend and I, cause I remember after that, I was like, I, I never want to, I'm like, I got to move to Kentucky. I, I'm always with the guy to go start a food truck in Kentucky. I'm going to have a car dealership. going to be big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I have a really bad night, sometimes I'll Google franchise. Like I'll be like, what are like low entry point franchises that you can have? <laughs> or I'll Google what to do if you tried making it in show business and it didn't work out, but you have a graduate degree and <laughs> there's a long gap on your resume. Search. Um, not much pops up, but... I remember just being like so mortified about that. I didn't really get in, I didn't get in trouble for it. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing to me because, you know, I know stories of people there who have lost their ability to perform there who have fallen out of favor for far less. You know what I think saved me? This is what I think saved me. I think that I fell down the stairs and splatted is what saved me because if I had just gone and gotten right off stage, I bet they wouldn't have lit me so early. Like they would have just been like, oh, she's up there drunk. But because I had fallen on the stairs, it was like, she just got injured. Oh, she has a concussion. She's got a concussion. Let's get her off. Wow. So I think that was maybe the saving grace. Cause like Mm -hmm. I could have turned like that and been sober. And then it was just like, what are you doing? But I was like, I'm good. Got on stage. And I think that that's kind of what, but (laughs) that's crazy. So embarrassing. Julio, have you ever fallen down a flight of stairs? Not like at, since, you know, past the age of eight. From the top. Yeah. No, yeah. but I'll, can I tell you about what happened when I was the age of eight? Yeah. How yeah. do you know, by the way? I don't know. My cousin said it would be funny to dress me up like a woman. Mm-hmm. And they dressed me up like a woman and I was wearing high heels. And like, and I fell down a flight of stairs Aww. in high heels. <laughs> Is that a sign of sorts? Like, it's- you were meant to I, be a man. I picked the age too. Where yeah. the last time it? <laughs> yeah, since you were eight, what's been happening then? <laughs> That's have you? I've fallen down two flights of stairs. Oh, Damn! Wow. I once I was at this place called Vincent's in Oxford, England. Wait, same time? Like two no, flights? I was I was uh, I must have been seventeen, and I was doing a a semester at Oxford. Mm. It was like, I was a senior in high school. So it was this weird program that I'd found 
And uh, I had been recruited for sports, so I knew my whole college admissions and application stuff was in way earlier based on that. And so I just went to England for the fall of my senior year and uh, went to this cool program. And there was this cool like club called Vincent's, not a nightclub, but a place where you had to go wear a coat and tie. Mm. And, and they serve these things called pinkies and perkies. Uh-oh. Which are these drinks? They're you, you know super sweet, and you had no idea what was in them. And I drank like three or four of those, and the 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 staircase was carpeted, and I went, and it was one of those staircases that turns at the top, and so I went to step down, missed it, and started slide, just slid head first all the way down to the bottom. Because it was carpeted. Bobsled yeah. coming around the corner. And then I remember my buddies being like, oh my God, dude, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It's carpeted, whatever. Stood up, walked along the like next floor to the next <laughs> staircase, and then did it again. Fell right down those stairs. Two flights of stairs. Still That's better crazy. than eating Kadoba too fast. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was not allowed back at, at Vincent's. Were you injured? No, I was fine. I was pretty athletic, so core Good. work, you know. Because I was all, I was scraped up. Like I remember this side of my face was bruised. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was hurting, but I was so. It's just so embarrassing because it was like, I should. I, I remember being like too drunk, and then right, I kept drinking. Too. And then, and then mm-hmm. people hear about it. comics tell that story. Yeah. You know, that's. Uh, I think I was messed up enough that it was less like you got out of control and more like, are you all right? Because mm-hmm. I remember, I think it was, there was, I think it was Ryan Reese. I saw him and he was like, you were fine. And then you were so not fine. Because yeah. the amount of drunk I got was like, quit. Well, uh, Emma, it's been an absolute pleasure yeah, thank to you have guys you so on, much for having on me. Oops. And, Absolutely. Uh, where can we find you on social media and on the road? Emma Willman is my Instagram and I'm always on Instagram and uh, I'm trying to think if I have any oh for road dates January 25th I'll be at the Bell House with Carly doing a live podcast for Secret Keepers Club awesome, awesome. yeah great very cool Thank Julio you is at not Julio got anything coming up uh, January 10th Fairfield Comedy Club should be fun awesome I out. love that room that's great and I'm in uh, Portland Maine on uh, December 21st at Port City Music Hall big holiday homecoming show I hope to see you there Adios.